How did he figure that one out? Boy, oh, he's smarter than Grandma. Okay, let's turn back now to page 43, and I'll read the case of the bank robber. $3.50, exclaimed Encyclopedia, as he finished counting the money in the treasury of the Brown Detective Agency. Business is booming. You should put that money in a bank, said Sally Kimball, whom Encyclopedia had made his bodyguard and junior partner. Money isn't safe in a shoebox. Maybe you're right, said Encyclopedia. Sometimes even shoes aren't safe in a shoebox. It would look awful if a detective agency was robbed. The partners talked it over. They, D. decided to take the money downtown to a bank and start a savings account. It was too far to ride on their bicycles, so they took the bus. They got off near the Corning National Bank on Beach Street. As they stepped out of the bus, they heard the sound of shooting. At first, Encyclopedia thought the bus had backfired. A moment later, he saw a man in the doorway of the bank. The man wore a hat. A handkerchief covered the lower part of his face. In one hand, he held a yellow paper bag. With the other, he waved a gun. Somebody shouted, Hold up! Hold up! Then all at once, everybody was running, trying to get out of the robber's way. The man with the gun turned and fled. In his haste, he did not seem to look where he was going. He ran into a beggar wearing dark glasses and carrying a white cane and tin cup. The beggar's cane and cup flew into the street. The robber and the beggar fell to the sidewalk. They rolled about before they rolled about together for a few seconds before the robber broke away and got to his feet. He raced down the street just as a police car drew up before the bank. Chief Brown and one of his officers leaped out of the car and ran after the robber. We caught him, said Chief Brown at dinner that night. He led us a merry chase, but we got him. The trouble is, we can't charge him with the robbery. But why not, Mrs. Brown demanded. Yes, Dad, why not, Encyclopedia asked. Wasn't the money he stole in the yellow paper bag he was carrying? Chief Brown laid down his fork. Do you know what we found in that yellow bag of his? Money? No, a loaf of white bread. He resisted off police officers, but I don't know how long we can keep him in jail. Are you sure you caught the right man, Dad? Encyclopedia said. We'll have a hard time proving it, said Chief Brown. No one can identify him, and nobody saw the robber's face. He wore a handkerchief over his nose and mouth, and his hat was pulled down over his forehead and eyes. This man we picked up is wearing a brown suit, and the teller at the bank says the robber wore a suit the same color. And, of course, there is the yellow bag. But where's the money? Does the man you picked up have any distinguishing features? Encyclopedia wanted to know. Well, he has a pug nose and a scar running down one cheek. But remember, no one saw the robber's face, said Chief Brown. 
I can hold him in jail overnight for resisting a police officer. That's about all. I never saw a beggar in Idaville before today, said Encyclopedia thoughtfully. Oh, the blind man, said Chief Brown. He seems like a nice old fellow. He calls himself Blind Tom. I hated to tell him it's against the law to beg here. The poor man, said Mrs. Brown. Won't the Salvation Army help him? Yes, replied Chief Brown, but he said he likes being on his own. He promised to leave town tomorrow. Where is he staying? said Encyclopedia. At the old Martin Inn, answered Chief Brown. One of those buildings in the road down by the railroad tracks. Why do you ask? Have you got an idea about this case, Leroy? No, mumbled Encyclopedia. Mrs. Brown looked hurt. She had come to expect her son to solve the case before dessert. After dinner, Encyclopedia walked over to Sally's house. I have to work this evening, he said. I may need you. Want to come? Oh, boy, do I, Sally sang out. The sky was growing dark as the two detectives rode their bicycles down a dingy block west of the railroad station. Who lives here? asked Sally, as Encyclopedia stopped in front of a run-down hotel. Blind Tom the beggar. He'll be leaving town tomorrow. That's why we have to see him this evening. Do you think he can help us? asked Sally. I think so. A blind man sees with his hands, replied Encyclopedia. Remember how the beggar rolled with the robber on the sidewalk? If he felt the robber's face through the handkerchief, he might know him again. I get it, said Sally. If he could feel the man's face again, he might know whether the man your father caught is really the robber. Right, answered Encyclopedia. Gosh, said Sally, I hope he hasn't left town yet. Inside the hotel, the desk clerk gave the two young detectives some help. Blind Tom lived alone. His room was number 214. Sally and Encyclopedia climbed the dark, creaky stairs to the second floor. They knocked on the door number 214. Nobody answered. Look, the door's not shut, whispered Sally. Shall I? Encyclopedia nodded. Sally pushed the door till it swung open so that they could look into the room. The room was small and shabby. Against the far wall stood an iron bed. A small reading lamp cast its light upon a copy of the Idaville Daily News that lay open on the pillow. Suddenly, the tapping of a cane sounded in the hall. Tap, tap, tap. Blind Tom came up behind Sally. Is someone here, he asked. I haven't had a visitor in a long time. I wasn't expecting anyone tonight, but it's nice to have. You. He lifted his cane. Won't you come in? No, thanks, said Encyclopedia. He pushed Sally down the hall and hurried her down the stairs. She didn't have a chance to catch her breath until they were outside the hotel. Why the big rush, Sally asked. I thought you were going to ask Blind Tom if he could recognize the man who robbed the bank this afternoon. I don't have to ask him, replied Encyclopedia. Blind Tom knows the robber because Blind Tom helped in the robbery. How did Encyclopedia know? Okay, shut off the TV and then 
when you've thought about it for a while, turn to page 106 and we'll read the solution to the case of the bank robber. Page 106, Solution to the Case of the Bank Robber Blind Tom was not expecting any visitors, he said. He also said that he had not had any visitors in a long time. Yet the light in his room was on, and a newspaper lay on the pillow. A blind man does not need a light, and he cannot read a newspaper. So Blind Tom was not blind at all. Encyclopedia knew, then, why the beggar had not stepped out of the way of the bank robber. The two men had rolled on the sidewalk together with a purpose, to exchange yellow paper bags. Blind Tom had slipped the robber the bag holding the loaf of bread in order to fool the police if they caught him. The robber had slip, slipped Blind Tom the bag holding the money. Encyclopedia used a telephone in the store on the corner to call his father. Chief Brown hurried to the hotel. He found the money still in the yellow paper bag hidden under the mattress of Blind Tom's bed. Blind Tom and the man the police were holding in jail confessed that they had robbed the bank. Pretty clever. Okay, turn back then to the page 51, the case of the happy nephew.